Alright. Episode 9 begins. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sam. I know how to do intros. <laughs> been yet another week of hopefully something eventful simon you're recording in a new location tell us about that yeah i'm recording in a group study room in the library and it was an adventure to get here tell us your tale simon okay so i was playing team fortress and (laughs) all stories should begin yeah in my uh the only the popular games around here yeah only the popular games (laughs) I was playing Team Fortress and doing really well. And then I realized, oh shit, I have to be at the library in four minutes. So I got on my bike and I rode over, like, super quick, listening to your boy, Death Grips. And he's in your area. Yeah, he's he's in your area. He knows the first two numbers. And uh, so I get to the library and uh, I go to the front desk and ask if I need a uh, key to get into the study room that I had uh, reserved. And I didn't, and it took like too much time to go through that point. So I go up the stairs and I look around the area where there's a lot of study rooms and my room isn't there. So I find the, uh, I assume that my uh, study room is like a floor to above because this is multi-story uh, library. So I go to the uh, elevator and I get in and I, uh, press the next floor up and instead of going to the third floor from the second floor it goes to the first floor so i'm very confused as to what is happening so like i repeatedly try to like make it go to the third floor but it won't it just opens and closes so just open it and leave and i go out and i just sort of like look around for 40 minutes including finding a different elevator to go to the next floor up and just like walking around and like help (laughs) you're like crying out for help yeah i'm just horribly lost and you know mc rides in my area and then i eventually uh found my uh study room and i this is like i reserved it for seven o'clock and at this point it is like 7 30 and there is people for some reason in my room so i told them to leave and that's how i got to this room (laughs) And that is why his audio sounds significantly different this episode as compared to any other. Yeah. Speaking of audio being different, Sam is here this time. I don't know how that makes it different. <laughs> I mean, you were here for the last podcast, but you said, like, at most a dozen words. Let me go count this. <laughs> Go re-listen to that hour and five minute podcast and count the words. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Stop the podcast. Let me go re- re-watch it. <laughs> Do you know anything interesting this week, Sam? Or has it been just more of the same? Oh, what happened last week? <laughs> <laughs> just work through it day by day. 
Monday was a day. Tuesday was another day. <laughs> this is the most we're going to be getting out of you. <laughs> was Wednesday also a day? No, Wednesday was canceled due to a scheduling error. Ah, shame. Yeah, so we lost Wednesday. Luckily, I wasn't going to work Wednesday, so that's fine. <laughs> Let's take it up with the union later. Thursday, I almost went to tennis. Is there a reason you didn't go to tennis? Mm, there probably was. I think it involved... <laughs> oh, now I remember. <laughs> Thursday, I didn't go to tennis because my mom was going to go to Denny's. So I was like, hmm, free food or tennis? <laughs> So I chose free food. <laughs> A whole mood. And Friday I worked. All day long? Just regular closing shift. Nice. I don't know what that means for you. For me, closing shift is 4.30 to 8.45. Okay. That sounds about right. This little four-hour shift to cap off the day. And then one th special thing that happened yesterday when I worked was, so for the past, like, at least, like, one and a half years, after, like, we got, like, a fake 100 or something, since that point, all associates have had to call a key holder or manager or whoever's in charge to check the hundreds and fifties, you know, to protect us and make sure that it's real. Okay, so they like hold it up to, like, the black light and stuff? Well, just the light. Oh. <laughs> we don't got black lights. A trained professional in the arts of contraband. We don't have lighting. a pen. We don't have a special light. We just hold it up to a regular light. Oh, we had a pen. <laughs> that might work. Well, aren't you fancy? It's like there's money where you live. <laughs> It's really funny. I was, like last weekend, I was at a McDonald's at 3 in the morning, and I only had a 50 on me, and none of my friends had any cash, so I had to pay for all of our food, and the way they did it was they just took out another 50 and compared the two. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just had a 50 on them for whatever reason? I guess one of them just had a 50, but... <laughs> and they couldn't, like, they technically weren't allowed to cash it, so they took my 50, handed me $60 in 20s, and then asked me just to pay again, and they added 10 more to my bill. That is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> hey man, as long as it works. I mean, whatever works. They didn't care. It was 3 in the morning. We were all tired and hungry. But <laughs> uh, continuing my story, um, that, that background information is because just yesterday, my manager gave me permission as... I've been one of the associates to catch, like, the fake bills of, like, even lower kind. She gave me permission to uh, just make the call on hundreds and fifties and not need to call a key holder or manager. Oh, moving up in the world, I see. Yep. <laughs> one more duty. <laughs> <laughs> then I told, like, my... The... Essentially, the manager that was closing with me that if I do call... Like, for money, it means 
it means uh, I don't think it's real. And what I also meant to tell her but didn't get the chance to was, I don't think it's real and the customer isn't taking no for an answer. <laughs> mm. So I would call them to help me resolve it. I see that being an issue, especially if they think it's real, but it's actually fake. I can see that being a problem. Yeah, if they got, like, from somewhere else, either, like, another store that didn't catch it or just someone that directly gave them fake money and knew. Exactly. That reminds me, have you guys seen, I believe it's a clip of The Peep Show with by David Mitchell are making fake money? Nope, I've never seen Peep Show. I think it's Peep Show. No, it's just the Mitchell and Webb show. Never seen that either. It's a British comedy show. I'll send you the video to watch. And that brings us to today. What did you What did you do today? Are you asking me this? Yeah. Unless we were talking about Friday, but I believe we were talking about Saturday. Today... I took my brother to Silver Wolf Comics and then to go get ice cream with him. Nice. Because a Baskin Robbins just opened up near my work and went to go try it. Is that the first one in Bakersfield? No, No. there was one in the marketplace for like a million years, but I think it's gone now or is it still there? I can't remember. If I'm remembering, if I'm thinking of the same place, (laughs) the marketplace... Yeah, it's in the same semicircle that uh, Johnny Rockets was once in. Okay, yeah, that I'm thinking of the right place. No, Baskin Robbins is not in there. Now, I believe it's just Cold Stone in there. Mm-hmm. But there was still another location. I believe it's on Stockdale. Yeah. Do you remember where Chick-fil-A was? Or is? On Stockdale? Yes. So, I know there are a couple more Baskin Robbins around. There's got to be at least four. Bakersfield is wide enough to warrant at least four Baskin Robbins. I don't. I know there was some ice cream store that Bakersfield doesn't have. It might be Dairy Queen then. I think it is. It's something it is my mom DQ. mentions every time we go to Castaic. I think it is a DQ that we don't have. Because we have Frosties. We have like two or three. I've never been to Frosties. I went to one in Castaic. It was alright. Yeah. That's what it looks like, just alright. So, Sam, you took your brother to Silver Wolf? Are you indoctrinating him? Uh, no, he asked me to take him there. Ah. Shows the nerd path on his own. Yep. Let's see, he bought a deck box, a set of dice, a Studio Ghibli wallet. Nice. What was the character on the wallet? That's the important question. (laughs) I didn't pay too much attention, but I believe I saw Totoro. Of course, the classic. classic. So the deck box, so what card game is he playing? Or is the deck box for the dice? <laughs> Improvised dice box. That is hilarious. 
but he does have Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but I believe it was for Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. You know, just making middle school decks. <laughs> I think he... I think he has... Rockets right now? Using the Rocket Structure deck. It's actually like a good Structure deck to build the deck off of. Because you get some decently good cards. You're missing very few cards to make like a real like playable deck. <laughs> He's also asked me to basically make him a Predaplant deck, and I'm like, that's too much work. I gotta check. That deck might actually be not like expensive, but like more than what you consider budget, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe the other deck he wanted me to try to make for him was like Shiranui. Alright. Zombies are always decent. Yeah, because he bought like that zombie structure deck. With, like, the Doom King or whatever it was. That card is super annoying. Is he young enough still for Dragon Duels? Uh, what's the age limit? Um, I believe if you were born 2007 or later. I believe it's supposed to be age 12, maybe 13. I... I think he's just too old. Okay. So if he went to a regional, he'd have to play in the main event. <laughs> and that'll go great for him. <laughs> It'll go great for me. <laughs> I mean, if you ever go to a regional, you have to play in the main event too. Yeah, considering uh, my deck options. You actually have, like, a good competitive deck, though. Shh, are you, are you talking about UA? <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's always UA. You actually been to original, Sam? Nope. Huh. Interesting. Grant calculates. Hmm. I mean, the next one's in Sacramento, and even I'm not going to that one, because that's just way too far. <laughs> anyway, Sam, do you at all remember what we talked about in the last episode? It was all a hazy blur as I tried to do homework. <laughs> I had to move a lot of your keyboard typing. So I'm just going to run through the questions last episode again and try to get your thoughts <laughs> so have you taken any general education classes in college that you found fun and or useful I don't remember them <laughs> honestly <laughs> that's a solid no <laughs> I guess the let's see a fun one I can say is a geology specifically the lab the class or the lecturer was like I just kind of sat towards the back and played on my phone for the most part. I didn't really pay attention, but the class was easy, so it was fine. <laughs> and geology lab was fun, because I actually do have somewhat of an interest in rocks in general, but not enough to pursue. 
My only experience with geology was I taught it at a Boy Scout summer camp for like a week because I found a rock polisher in the attic of one of the buildings and I was told that if I got it to work, I could teach the geology merit badge. <laughs> and you were like, buckle up, kids. We're going to learn about rocks. No, no one cared about geology. No, no, no kid cares about geology that much. Just another badge. That's was fun to get the machine working again. How do you feel about the quality of your K through twelve education, Sam? Yes, I heard you. I'm just making sure that the question was directed to you. <laughs> I figured this time it was directed to me because you're repeating <laughs> questions from the previous podcast. Yeah. It was fine. It worked, I guess. <laughs> for the stuff I cared about. I became literate, I guess. <laughs> is that is that the extent of your thoughts on it? Yeah. I don't have any strong opinions on it. That's it's a whole nother topic. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's actually still in the topic sheet. It is. Yep. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I just worded in a different way. <laughs> yeah, the question of your lack of strong opinions is something we'll definitely cover sometime in the future. Probably not today. I guess the final question that we spent most of the episode talking about was if you were going to make any changes to how schools are run would you and if so what changes would you make um now before i even try to answer the question that (laughs) reminds me of one time in high school (laughs) (laughs) i think i believe it was uh in what was the class What was the math and you know, math analysis? The class we actually had together, Grant. <laughs> uh, we had geometry together. That was freshman year. Yeah, then junior year we also had math analysis, right? Oh, junior year. Yeah, I had math analysis junior year. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure we had that together. And I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah, we did. Now I'm remembering it. I remember I sat next to Brayden in both of that class and calculus senior year and i always get the two confused just because it melts <laughs> in my mind that oh yeah the class with brayden in it <laughs> well this story actually involves brayden hey <laughs> bull bing bong's coming back i remember at the very least he was a part of the conversation at some point like him and like probably you and a few other people were talking about if you could make a change to the constitution what would it be <laughs> oh yeah that was because junior year not yeah we would have would we have class with no yeah because we had uh all me brayden and jordan who i believe sat i think i was in front of you when you were next to jordan like me brayden and jordan had like um u.s history together i think that was like actually like an essay assignment we had to do was changing the constitution uh, okay so that's why you're talking about it 
but <laughs> I remember like the one thing I contributed to that conversation was my change would be erase everything except the second amendment <laughs> <laughs> the most Bakersfield answer you could give <laughs> Sam is confirmed and cap <laughs> This is true. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to put in the show notes the video of the libertarian debate where Gary Johnson gets booed for the idea of uh, driver licenses. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I love libertarians so much. <laughs> but back to your original question of would I change anything? For K through twelve education or whatever, I can't really think of anything. Leave it all as is. Don't touch it. <laughs> yes, but they've already touched it, so <laughs> <laughs> that plan is a bust. So you wouldn't uh, force K through twelve schools to. Uh... Teach children how to fire firearms? Um, no. That's weird. <laughs> oh, is that what you want, Simon? No, not necessarily, but based on your answer of what you would change to the Constitution, I feel like that would be in line with that line of thinking. I mean, if I gave a joke answer, then yes, I would say that. Because I barely even remember what Matt looked like in high school. Because I see him I mean, now. He looks, he looks the exact same to me, though. Like, he hasn't changed. Like, I have an image of him from when he's 12, and he looks the exact same. Let me <laughs> find it. Maybe he's a vampire. No, he's just the same size he was when he was 12. Oh, yeah, he's trying to bulk up now. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be like my little hockey boss. He's still a stick, though. <laughs> that is the funniest. <laughs> Matt bulking up. <laughs> that is the funniest thing you could have possibly said. Like, he's drinking, like, special shakes for bulking up and whatnot. <laughs> Oh, Matt. He's trying. <laughs> Our topic for this episode, which is organization slash time management slash studying, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's all sort of lumped together in the same pile. So, Sam, do you want to explain to us exactly why you were barely present for the last episode? Because I had homework due that night. well now how long in advance did you know you had homework due that night uh probably about a week (laughs) and at no point in time during the week did you think huh i have two events going on sunday night maybe i should do one of them ahead of time (laughs) well why would i do that (laughs) (laughs) 
Why would I do that when I could game now? <laughs> does that answer your question? <laughs> I mean, sadly it does. It has to sort of answer all of my follow-up for you, but I still want you to answer. So the first real question I have for you both is, do you manage your time, like, at all? Sort of. Okay, define what you mean, and so we can actually talk about something. Like... <laughs> I don't use a planner. I just kind of like, I have some spare time. I should be doing this. And later in the day, I'll have some more time. So I'll probably do something else along the lines of what I was doing. So, so you just try to remember everything you have to do? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Now, I know this sounds problematic because <laughs> I suffer from... Uh, Short-term memory loss. Yeah. You know, just malnourished child soldier chimp brain <laughs> syndrome. So, like, it's a bit difficult. <laughs> but I get by. I never really, like, mess up, <laughs> honestly. This house of cards hasn't fallen over yet, and it never will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, I'll just be like, these are the, th- like, I'll think of, like, I'll know of the homework of, in advance, so I'll plan out, like, I'm doing these things at these times today, so between those things, I'll do my homework. So, like, I have class from, like, 9 to 10, and then I have a break from, uh, excuse me, from 10 to 11. So I have a break for an hour and a half, and so I'll use out that hour and a half to, like, do homework for the next class. And then I'll have another break for an hour and a half, so I'll do my homework at that slot as well. And then whatever I've left over, I'll do when I get home. That's kind of a system. Yeah, that's how I've gone through college. <laughs> but, I mean, you're only taking, like, three classes, so... Mm-hmm. So, it's not too much. Yeah. Sam, do you have any sort of system that's more than just remembering? Um... No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I say recently I put more I put more things in my calendar on when things are due or when I think I should start them. Okay, so that's that is actually a system putting things into your calendar. But um one actual system I have is for essays like I do actually plan out when to do essays cuz I do I take a long time to do essays. I just haven't had any essays due for like my classes this semester or the previous semester do or any essays to do at all so i haven't needed to do that fair enough so i guess i'm very different to the both of you as i really do care about time management just because i feel like i waste a lot of it so i try to get as much done in as little time as possible so i do actually always like next to me i have a planner where every week on sundays i will write out uh when everything is due for the next two weeks and then write out when like on each day and then at what times i should have those things done and then i have a to-do list in an app called bear where i put everything down into a list that i need to and I have it organized by days of things I need to finish by that day. 
And so as I go through, I'll just check things off the list as I go throughout my day. So I don't have to just remember what's happening. Yeah, when I was in uh, school and they forced me to use planners, I always hated it. Why though? They're like the best thing. I don't know. I think it's some sort of inner anarchist in me, but I just hated <laughs> oh, you it. you told me to do this? Now I won't. No, I'm going to throw this planner out the freaking window. Yeah, I always like hated having to like, open it up and then being like, you better write down what you're supposed to do, and then I would forget anyway. <laughs> but if it's written down and you forget, all you have to do is open the planner. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> you just want to forget. <laughs> but it... But with your system, if you forget, you're just going to forget. Yeah. <laughs> I always disliked the planners they gave us in, like, in middle and high school because they were always notebook-sized, and that is the absolute wrong size for a planner. So I have... It's 6 inches by 8.5 inches, and I find it still too big for a planner. I'd rather have a planner be significantly smaller. Does it need to be one inch by one inch? That's probably a bit too small. <laughs> like a pocketbook slash notebook size. Exactly. Hey, you can buy those at Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Fantastic. So, like, the size planner I have now is nice to have next to me on my desk, but for like carrying around with me, it's like slightly too large to pull out of my bag and write in like just when I'm just around. So I'd rather have an app, but I've found no free app that does what I want to do. All the apps that do exactly what I want my planner to do cost money, and that's not how I operate. You don't like giving money. Nope. I don't want to buy your subscription. You'd rather buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> I've sold more than I bought recently. Oh, Sam, I will be coming back to Bakersfield uh, this next weekend because I need to sell Cheeks a bunch of my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Wow. Interesting. Can I take your Guard Dragon engine? <laughs> Yeah, so I have a box of cards that I've labeled to Sam, and I'll be th I'll be throwing them through your window, tied to a brick, as soon as I get to your house. Will it be a drive-by? <laughs> of course. So I might stop by at some point, because I have quite a long weekend because of my schedule. Oh yeah, what days would you be in town again? My goal is to drive up Thursday night. If I'm not too tired. So I'd have all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and then leave uh, early Monday morning. Because my class on Monday starts at 4 p.m. I want to drive to class. I want to get, I want to get back like well before class because I don't, I want to like park next to my dorm and not anywhere on campus because parking on campus is a nightmare. So how do you guys uh, study? Um, I know, well, I imagine uh, Grant has that filed away under his uh, study, well, his planner, like he's the freaking uh, daughter from uh, the Cat in the Hat movie, the live action one with Michael Myers. What? 
I don't get that reference at all. You don't. You don't remember from the live action Mike Myers no. Cat in the Hat? There is the brother and the sister, and the sister always planned everything out on her phone. <laughs> I watched that movie when I was like eight. I have no memory of it. I just know that it existed. Well, that <laughs> that fell on deaf ears. <laughs> so, yes, I do have study times written into my planner, but how I study is also something. That's probably different from either of you. So I first want to hear how you two study. I'm going to start with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you guys study? <laughs> you guys right. showed up to the test prepared. That. We got that answer out of the way. <laughs> you don't just know everything no, ahead of time. I do study. I mean, as do I. You have to for most things. Yeah. Unless you, you just know everything. I've had a few classes where I haven't had to study, but most of them I have had to, at least a little bit. But my studying, when I do study, it just consists of looking at the notes. But I'm going to change that recently because in one of my classes, in like my cognitive psychology class, she just gave us like a slide of notes on how to study. So I'm going to be using those. Nice. Can you remember any of those tips on the slide? Uh, like what, what, what are the tips for studying that this class gave you? One thing I remember off the top of my head, although I remember it because I'm like, I don't really want to go with that style. <laughs> <laughs> but it was go through your notes, create like, Kind of create your own test slash questions from like those notes. Then go do something else for like 30 minutes. Then come back and take your own test. And that feels like more effort. Yeah. So that idea of coming back to things later, I do find incredibly valuable. So... One way that I study, especially for more technical classes like uh, um, physics or circuitry, is I will like do like the homework, or I'll do like a practice test the instructor gives me, and then I'll wait like a few days and then do it again, and then I'll see like how well I did the second time, like knowing more of the material. So I do find that valuable, but taking the time to make your own test just feels like a lot more effort. <laughs> May I have the slides right here? Let's see, practice, uh, distribute the practice, aka like space out when you study. I don't do that, but I should. Then two more things that like can't explain off the top of my head that it just says like deep processing, expanding retrieval practice. Like I can't explain that off the top of my head. <laughs> but then next is relate information to yourself. Increase study time and quality. Test yourself often. Give mini lecture to yourself or someone else. And discuss topics with others outside of class. Yeah. The idea of the best way to learn is to teach is something that I definitely believe in. Yeah. That's why I give myself TED Talks in the shower. So I always remember back in the Boy Scouts, there was a big thing about the edge method where... Uh, if you're teaching someone to do something, you explain it to them, you 
you demonstrate it to them, you guide them, and then you enable them to do it themselves, and then you have them perform the method again. So the way you know that they know how to do something is that they know how to teach it. That's a good method. Yeah. What's the other thing you said, Sam? The deep decompressing? Expanding? I know I said deep processing, but... Deep processing. I think that just means, like, really understanding what it is, taking the time. That That's just what studying is. That's... Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> deep processing, expanding, and... Re- deep processing, and then expanding retrieval practice. But I don't remember off the top of my head exactly what those mean. Are those things not in the PowerPoint, too? No, it just has those as bullet points. Oh. <laughs> Of course. Oh yeah, pay attention. Have a quiet space to study. No TV, music, or and etc. I don't believe in the music part. Wrong, wrong. Music is required for studying. Yeah, you need music, in my opinion. Alright, Simon, what kind of music do you use to study? Um, whatever <laughs> I'm trying to... Whatever I'm feeling like. Oh yeah, and she does say, like... Like, not... All music is bad, but there are certain musics that don't help. Yeah, I've, there are certain musics that I found do not help. So, Simon, can you just say that, like any music? Um, I like video game music, so I listen to that. Yeah, I felt that's helpful. Yeah. Cause that's designed just to be in the background. Mm-hmm. Mainly whatever I feel like. Main, that which is mainly video game music. <laughs> yeah, sometimes Dr. Grip, you need to bring him in. <laughs> See, like, what I listen to the most, like, on a normal day, I listen to a lot of jazz music and a lot of old soul music. And I've been listening to that for the past couple months now. I really like this music, but I find it is impossible to study with. So I find, especially jazz, it's too much happening and it's too chaotic for me to study. Like, it being, like, chaotic and, like, interesting is why I like it so much, but it's not helpful when I'm trying to get stuff done. So when I'm, like, studying or, like, working on a project, I need something, like, dull and repetitive. And I found, um, my favorite thing for this is the Need for Speed soundtrack. So I found Need for Speed Most Wanted is my favorite. Just because it's all, like, it's, like, top 40 hits from, like, the 90s. So it's all just like the same rap song over and over again. And it's just like really just fades into the background and just lets me do my work. But it just has something there. Almost like white noise, but like better than white noise, I guess. Honestly, how I know I'm like really doing well is when I don't hear the music. And when I'm not doing so well, I'm hearing the music. Exactly. But because I'm learning language, I mean, I know homework is practice. But like, what I usually Just do? Listen to music in French. Not yeah. yeah I try to. <laughs> I don't really know many musicians in French that I like, or in I Japanese. Send you some good ones. Yeah, please. I'll send you. There's a website called um, Ten Thousand Sounds. I think it's what it's called. Let me find it. Yeah, I've been trying to find it again because I need to really dig into that. But anyway, I try to uh, play video games in French. Because I find it's easier to find voice acting in French than Japanese. But if 
And also, like, reading in Japanese is very difficult because I don't know many kanji, and a lot of, like, <laughs> you need to know a lot of kanji to read normal Japanese because, like, that's really the main roadblock, I think, for learning Japanese. Like, if there was no kanji, Japanese would not be that hard to learn. But because there's kanji, it is very hard to learn. And, uh, try to, like, watch. Things in French and Japanese, which I've been not being, I've not been good about that lately. I used to try and read NHK Easy in Japanese, which was very hard because my Japanese is total garbage. I should probably listen and watch to French news as well, but I don't because I'm lazy. Yeah, that's what I try to do. Try to mix my like fun slash relaxation with learning. Or at least practicing my hearing and reading. So I found the website again. It's called Every Noise at Once. Just send me the link to the whole site because I need that. I need that site again. Did you pin that in this? I'm gonna I'm gonna send you the link and then it's, it's gonna be in the show notes because it's a good website. I love this website. It's a great website. I've wasted way too much time on that website. Oh yeah, and uh, one more general study tip that I remember she told us was. Um, don't study for like really much more than 20 minutes because after 20 minutes your attention starts to waver and you start to get distracted. I disagree with that and I have a system based around that kind of idea. Well, that's what the research says, so. So the way that I study is I study in 40-minute blocks. So I study, so a 40-minute block of studying, 7-minute break, 40-minute block of studying, 20-minute break, and repeating that cycle. I find that works best for me. And well, like I said, I've got an app called Multi-Timers. Because the iPhone app timer, it only has one timer going at once, and I found that really annoying. <laughs> so I have an app that does multiple timers at once. So I just have all of uh, the numbers I use most often as individual timers that I tap on. 20 minutes seems like too short because then you have 20 minutes and a break, 20 minutes and a break. It feels like you're not studying for very long before you, like, do something else. Well, that's how our attention works. Humans suck. <laughs> we are not optimized. <laughs> we are really just jacks of all trades and masters of nothing. We're just poorly optimized to do anything extraordinarily well, but good enough to do anything all we have is resilience <laughs> and intelligence <laughs> debatable <laughs> yeah so i learned that at least from smite the uh french like announcer is like i like it way better than the english one because the english one is like deep voice and like triple kill but like and like, you've been eliminated. But in French, it's like, uh, I'm trying to like, because I can't translate it well, because it's such a weirdly worded sentence, in my opinion. But my favorite one is, uh, like, to be a bit more direct about what he's saying is, uh, you've disappeared and in these circumstances, in these circumstances, rather tragically. And I just like that way better, because it's a lot more sassy. And I appreciate that. So are you saying you study French by playing Smite? Uh, not just Smite. <laughs> I rarely play Smite, but I just set the announcer to French because I think it's better. All right. 
I play Team Fortress in uh, French, Smite in French, Minecraft in French. Speaking of Minecraft in French, I can send you a few French adventure maps that I stumbled into, thinking they were in English, but they were in fact not. I will have to do that. See if I can find those again. TF2 French also has like a couple weird quirks that I like. Like for some reason, the word for sentry gun they use in French is mitrailleuse, which means machine gun. I mean, it's accurate, but century is. it's not yeah. the same word, and it's weird, but I like it. I mean, does French have a word for century? Century. Yeah, but I guess it doesn't work for that situation. All right, uh, Simon, say there's a spy sapping my dispenser in French. Um, I didn't learn that. I only know Mitra used uh, détruit. He didn't learn it because no one plays spy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's too fast for me to pick up, but I'll get there. I could also look it up. So what we got next? Uh, Simon, did you tell us how you studied? You just said you listened to music, but you didn't tell yeah, us anything more. Yeah, I just do my homework, practice by doing other things in other languages. TED Talks in my shower. <laughs> <laughs> In French, of course. Well, I just explain my, I just like explain myself like grammar, and also watch videos on grammar. Duolingo, from time to time. <laughs> Employ the help of the bird. Yeah. You get murdered when you forget to do it for more than twenty-four hours. Of course. Because now we can move on to the category of general organization. So. In your opinion, how well are each of you, like, organized? Like, how well do you organize things in your life? Out of ten, maybe a six. Now, Sam, keep in mind that I have seen your bedroom. You've seen my bedroom, so you can answer it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, in your opinion. Um, organized chaos. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that uh, for myself as well. <laughs> would you agree with that or do you say something else I would say it's just chaos there's just piles yeah and each pile is something <laughs> it's organized <laughs> chaos it's just a mess there's, there's like one path to walk in your room and you're flanked on either side by piles of halo legos and empty Yu-Gi-Oh boxes <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> I'm trying to remember, because at some point over the summer, I don't remember if it was actually over the summer or if it was at the end or whatnot, I did clean up my room, but I don't remember if that I was before or after the last time you saw it. Hmm. I mean, if it was before the last time, it didn't make enough of a difference for me to remember. <laughs> Might have been after. Yeah, I don't remember. Is there still a pile of Halo Legos right next to your desk? I mean, that's still there. That was untouched, <laughs> at least. Untouched, still collecting dust. Blow it off once in a while. <sighs> so you say organized chaos. Everything just has a pile you throw it in at the end of the day? Yeah. At least for me. <laughs> Is it the same for you, Sam? You just 
throw everything into its correct pile and call it good? For the most part. I don't understand how you guys can live your lives like this. It's just how it is, my man. <laughs> we don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I, I can't agree with anything you said about organization. I need to have things neatly organized for me to get anything done. Everything needs to have just a place that it goes, preferably within arm's reach of my desk. Or within arm's reach of my rolling chair, at least. And just not have things piled up. Everything has their box, and it gets thrown in the box, and that's where it lives. Exactly. I try to have as few things as possible, which annoys my parents to no end. Because I'll throw out stuff that they view as important, but I view as incredibly unimportant and I've almost broken my shredder trying to stuff too many papers into it I just prefer to have as few things as possible because that makes organization always much easier because the less stuff you have the less you have to organize and then everything just has a proper drawer or a proper shelf that it goes on so I know for a fact that when I go back to Bakersfield next weekend I'll be bringing with me like a few items that I just don't need at college and that are taking up space and I'll also leave them in my room at home so that way they just won't even be here and I'll swap out all the books I've finished for books that I haven't read yet and that'll be most of what I'll do when I get back nice how many books have you not read that you currently own? oh good lord (laughs) 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 That's a whole nother rabbit hole. That's a whole nother rabbit hole. So, for my 18th birthday, my grandfather gave me $100 of Amazon credit, and I bought books. A lot of books. And I've read, as a fraction, very little. (laughs) Problems are the kind of books that I find take a long time to read because they're long and mostly boring. Like, I brought, I bought the Brothers Karamazov, and it's gotten to the point where I just stop taking it to college with me, because I never make any progress in reading it. I'll read, like, a few pages, and then, like, read an entire other book, and then read a few more pages of it, and then, like, put it down again. Those old Russian books that were published in newspapers are just so long. One of these days I'll finish it. I mean, so are those mangoes published in Japanese uh, magazines? I mean, some of those uh, Korean cartoons are far longer than any any Russian novel could ever be. Ever dream of being. (laughs) Never dream of being, yeah. But, I mean, people don't talk about Bleach the way they talk about the Brothers Karamazov. And no one talks about Naruto the way they talk about War and Peace. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, have you seen every episode of Naruto and its derivatives? I haven't watched uh, the last Naruto movie. And... The kind of after story episodes at the end of Shippuden. 
So you've seen everything else, though? Yep. Completed every episode of Boruto's dad. Yep, but we're not touching Boruto. Are you not even... I count that as a Naruto derivative. Yeah. I'm not. (laughs) Do you have strong opinions regarding Boruto, son of Boruto's dad? I'd just rather not. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, do you have anything else interesting to talk about in the realm of time? No, I just have some stories about my week. Nope. Yeah, tell some stories, Simon. Okay, so Monday was my first day of uh, my fantastic literature class. And uh, my teacher started... Fantastic literature and where to find yeah, it. Yeah, where to find... Where the hell do you find fantastic literature from 19th century France? <laughs> so uh, she pretty much is like, fairy tales are not the fantastic. And pulled out this uh, definition by this Bulgarian-French writer slash literary critic named Zvetan Todorov. In which he characterizes the fantastic as, quote, the hesitation of characters and readers when presented with questions about reality. So, like... Oh, so it's the, dis- like, a uh, suspension of disbelief. Yeah, so it's like when a character approaches a situation that is not normal, and the character or and or reader, like, goes through, like, all the, like, logical possibilities of what could be causing this, um... Uh, occurrence and they are left with nothing and only the supernatural then that is a fantastic and i it wasn't really like it's a very weird definition of my opinion but i guess it works so i was just kind of like iffy about it because it wasn't what i was it wasn't what i was expecting so yeah that works better than suspension of disbelief but yeah suspension of disbelief is whatever man i'm i'm new to the subject so i don't really know much so like the week went by somewhat normally. There's like no big issues. And on Friday, uh, I was invited to a party. And a oh man, you're you're at UCSB. Like, my mother went to UC Irvine for her college, and she like says that every weekend her friends would go to UCSB for the parties. <laughs> well, the party culture has mostly died down, but there are still parties. Like, I was walking around uh, Isla Vista this evening and like it was going freaking bananas at like 3 30 in the <laughs> afternoon and i was very confused and it's a sunday by the way <laughs> and uh it is the lord's day after all yeah it is a party day i guess but uh i went to this party and uh like there's a dj and, as you may expect and all of that and it was outside and like just like <laughs> it's like actually like a big party it's not like a it, like there was like maybe party. like 50 to 100 people if that probably around 50 people it's a decent size though yeah it's a decent sized party maybe around 75 like in that ballpark and uh at this party um like there were two tables and like these guys were playing this weird game where like they chuck uh well is they lob dice in the air and sort of like bounce it around almost like ping pong and me and the friend i went with who invited me were both very confused by this but we just sort of like accepted it because we didn't get it so they throw dice in the air yeah they were throwing like dice in the air and they were like trying to like bounce it back and forth and i don't i didn't get it at all 
No, it's like hacky sack, but if you forgot to bring a hacky yeah, sack. Yeah, and you play it on a table. It's freaking bizarre. I didn't get it. Hmm. We just sort of let these guys be. And eventually they made us play this weird, like, icebreaker game where, like, they split us up into four teams in the four corners of this, like, small dirt lot. It was, like, I want to say it was 10 oh, feet. Give us your name, where you're from, and a fun fact no, about yourself. like, the dirt lot was, like, 10 feet uh, wide and 20, 30 feet uh, long. It was very, like, small. So, like, we're split up in the four corners, and the game is um, the, like, ringleader names a word, and each of the groups has to come up with a uh, song that has that word in the lyrics. And then we have to sing the song with that lyric. Not in its entirety, but, like, the part of the song which has that lyric. And you, it's like you can't, two groups can't have the same song, and you can't be stumped or you're out. So that goes well, and when the game is over, um, they're like, all right, guys, let's play some Rage Cage. And the first thing I see is just the guys, like, back at it again with the freaking dice game. And I was, like, even more confused because that game is not Rage Cage. Because <laughs> I don't know what – I didn't know what Rage Cage was. I still really don't, but – like you, seeing those seeing these us? people like know. lobbing dice and them calling it rage cage is not there's no connection that's not rage cage in my like immediate guess so rage cage from what i could tell is that they had a whole bunch of like cups in the middle of this table and every person like sort of like collected a cup and then they had to bounce a pair of dice no a uh, they had to bounce a ping pong ball into the cup, like... Yeah, that sounds more Yeah, normal. and the cup was, like, maybe a foot in front of them. But it's a little difficult anyway. So I was confused. I was halfway paying attention to the game, and I was just sort of, like, standing there. And eventually, once that uh, horsing around is over, the next section of horsing around began with the music. And a group of, I want to say, seven girls gets up on the table... And all start grinding on each other. And I am extremely confused by this display. And like, I'm like, how did it lead to this? Yeah, like, what sets of actions led to this? And then it finally clicked for me. This is the fantastic. I'm approaching a situation and I'm hesitating <laughs> to find a reasonable answer, and I'm only left with the supernatural. This is the fantastic. I found it finally. It all came together yeah. at that moment. All right, so I'm going to have to ask, if you're entering your hero cycle, was this your refusing the call, or was this your crossing the threshold? Oh, that's a very good question. I think <laughs> crossing the threshold would be going to college, and this would be my refusal of the call. And yesterday, Saturday, I went to the uh, Cal Poly versus uh, UCSB soccer game, which is very famous for Santa Barbara because we have a habit of throwing tortillas on the field and uh, filtering out our two favorite chants, fuck Cal Poly and UC rejects. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> Simon, of all people, yelled that. I yelled both. It was awesome. <laughs> there were, like, some Cal Poly kids who, like, came up, and then, you know, everyone was booing them and screaming fuck uh, Cal Poly at them. It was pretty good. 
I brought tortillas, I smuggled them in. <laughs> and I threw them. I have footage. What kind of tortillas? <laughs> Corn or flour? Um, I bought them for $4, so probably flour. They're the big ones. I'm pretty sure to, I probably okay, should have yeah, gotten flour. smaller ones, the corn ones, and then frozen them. That would have been a better idea because you can, because some people were throwing throw them. Like a frisbee. Yeah, we, we usually throw them like a frisbee, but uh, some people could like throw them from like the stands all the way out to like the goalposts. <laughs> so like those guys knew what they were doing, and I want to be part of that crowd. <laughs> you know, one of the cool kids that makes it all the way to the goal. Yeah, post. like we nearly hit their goalie in the head with one. He was pretty good. Wow. So after that night, I did nothing. I just played Team Fortress. And then today I went to a Japanese uh, meeting in which I spoke very little Japanese, but I made uh, friends sort of at that meeting. So that's where I'm at now. Sounds like you're having fun so far. Yeah, I'm having a good time. So you call Cal Poly UCSB Rejects. UC Rejects. UC rejects. Okay. I was like wondering, like, does Santa Barbara have a big engineering program? What? What was that? Hello? <laughs> I'm confused, Ooh. too. 30 minutes, the service staff and the art and architecture collection are closing. Late night study begins in 30 minutes. Please make your way to the services desk in the Paseo to check out library materials. Late night study is open to UCSB students, faculty, and staff only. All other visitors must exit the building in 30 minutes. A valid UCSB campus ID is required to use late night study. Luckily, I have that. So, what okay. was the question? Wait, so, so the library doesn't close at 10? Uh, I guess not. Huh. I just need valid Don't ID. Don't worry, Sam. Even if, you, even if you were closing, we can still record. Yeah. But I only have this uh, room reserved till 10, and I don't know if anyone has this reserved after me. <laughs> just be like the people ahead of you and just stay. <laughs> that is true. No. You can be courteous. Yeah, I should be courteous. We'll let you. Oh yeah, does UCSB have a big engineering program? Yeah. We have like two engineering buildings or something. Okay. Most of the people I met though are econ majors and we have a really tough econ program apparently. Yeah, that's what I think of UCSB. I don't think, I don't think economics, but I do think like social sciences and like biology and stuff like that. Uh, we're mainly biomed, econ, and I, since we're like yeah. a big time school, I imagine engineering is very popular. Like I'm sure they have the classes, but like, I didn't. I don't. I had no idea if they were ranked like what UCLA and what Berkeley are ranked. Um, if you're talking nationally, not really. If you're talking in the state, we are behind UCLA. We're the third okay. best school. All right. The only program that I remember is like the standout for a CSUB is the nursing program. Yeah. It's pretty much all you can write home about about Bakersfield. <laughs> I know they do offer doctorates in... Uh... Psychology, though, for CSUB, I think it's psychology or something like that. That's interesting. But I would hope that you'd go somewhere else for that, Sam. 
I should look at that. One more thing I need to do is actually check where I'm going to go next. Yeah. Are you planning on getting a PhD, Sam? I mean, with my current idea, yeah. Yeah, we went over this, remember? I thought your current plan was, we'll see how it goes. I didn't know you'd already planned to get a PhD. Yeah, we had a conversation about, like, what we were intending to do with uh, our schooling. Like, this was several months ago, and I said I needed a master's, probably, and he said he needed a PhD, probably. And he said he probably just needed a bachelor's and be fine. I mean, yeah, he said that, but I assumed that was just, like, theoretically. I didn't know he'd actually... Well, I guess he hadn't begun planning, but he'd begun thinking. <laughs> I was considering. Saying the word planning is a bit much. <laughs> Anything more that either of you want to talk about? Or have we exhausted the well of this topic? Interesting maneuver. <laughs> yeah, interesting maneuver from... Uh my geometry teacher to suck ass and fail everyone in high school. That reminds me on how Alex was genuinely concerned for me when I barely did, when I hardly did anything for that, like, poster project with the shapes and whatnot in geometry. That one was fun. That wasn't the one where I was caught for plagiarism. That was the one where I made um, a Pokemon. Yeah. I think it was, it was the Geometry Art Project where I was caught for plagiarism. Have I told that story? Maybe. I remember it. I just don't remember if you said it on the podcast. You were, you were there. Simon, have I told was you? Was this Spots class? Yeah, yeah, this was Spots. Honestly, he deserves to get only plagiarized work. So we had to do a project where we took a piece of art and then described it and described like how geometry is used in it and i for my project chose to plagiarize it let me find it i didn't plagiarize it on purpose so the picture i chose i'm just gonna find the name of it this i'm gonna send you guys the link uh new york post good good choice it was, the, it was the first link. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, I know they're, like, not news, but, like, <laughs> it gives you a picture of the artwork. So, I chose this artwork because... Awful. Of course I did. Yeah, because of course I did. So I had to describe how geometry is used in this piece of artwork. And to describe it to the listener who hasn't clicked on the link in uh, the show notes, it is a almost square canvas painted blue with a singular white stripe down the middle. Now, the way I described this, I described this as a uh, not quite square canvas painted blue with a white stripe down the middle. Wow. And that was the end of that was the end of the paragraph and that was the end of my project. <laughs> now, describing it as a canvas colored blue with a white stripe down the middle was exactly how the auction site described it. Because how else would you describe it? <laughs> a bridge over a lake. <laughs> That's got so much symbolism. Wow. And I think I wrote like another couple sentences about 
shows how there's only one true path for us all. <laughs> and, like, I know I wrote some other bullshit about how, like, oh, yeah, it's three rectangles because we had to write about how geometry mattered, but that was, like, a separate section of the project. But, like, that section where I described the painting, the fact that I described it the same way as the auction site did tripped the uh, plagiarism sensors at the school. So I was called into the principal's office. It was like, you, know, you plagiarized. It's like, what did I plagiarize? It's like, this. It is a blue background with a white stripe down the middle. End sentence. <laughs> how could you do it? How, how on earth could I describe this painting the exact same way as someone else did? Maybe because the painting is simplistic and it's not my fault because people have, can have the same idea and multiple times. It doesn't mean I inherently cheated. I wasn't punished for it because I'm sure they assumed it was just like, and yeah, oops. Stupid. Yeah. Said, oh, this is so simplistic. There's literally no other way to describe this painting. Exactly. That's my whole thing. It's like, yeah, how else would I and describe it? like, oh, you're right. My bad, chief. You can go home. That's not what they told me. They were just like, okay, we're not going to punish you this time, but be careful. Like, <laughs> be we're careful. Warning me. <sighs> we're gunning for you because we only have the Second Amendment now. <laughs> <laughs> now that was... That was dumb. I hated spots class. Yeah. Everyone did. Oh, speaking of stuff from last episode and stories, there was a story that I wanted to wait for Sam to hear about how I took PE over the summer via the textbook. How? Exactly. So, did you, you, Sam, did you take PE over summer school because of choir? Yeah. Yeah. So the, all three of us took PE over the summer in order to avoid taking it during the year. Yeah, but Sam and I did it at a different so time than you. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. So I know that I did like one year of PE over the summer between freshman and sophomore. And then between sophomore and junior, I worked at a Boy Scout camp, as I've brought up probably like every episode so far. So I only took the first semester of summer school PE, and then second half of the summer I spent up in the mountains. And so between junior and senior year, I signed up to take the first semester of summer school PE again, because I'm like, it'll just cover it. So the last day of school, I'm called into the counselor's office, and she's like, you've already taken this class, why are you taking it again? And I'm like, will it not cover the second semester? She's like, no. And she's like, can you be here for the second semester of summer school? And I'm like, no, that's why I'm taking the first semester again. And the only way, like, the school could deal with it is if uh, she handed me, like, from under her desk, the PE textbook, which exists. (laughs) Not only does it exist, it is massive. Like, it's not a small textbook. And at the end of... It's like a dozen chapters. And at the end of each chapter there's a quiz and then there's an essay question and she's like if you turn in chapters 6 through 12 essays that's <laughs> good evening in 15 minutes the services desk and the art and architecture collection are closing late night study begins in 15 minutes please make your way to the services desk and the paseo check out library materials Late night study is open to UCSB students.
students, faculty, and staff only. All other visitors must exit the building in 15 minutes. A valid UCSB campus ID is required to use late night study. Sorry, that caught me off guard. <laughs> it caught me off guard too. <laughs> yeah, so like over the summer, I just had like this textbook. So I like, I didn't write like full essays. It was like, they're only like paragraphs, but. So like that, like half dozen essays in the eyes of the school district covers for the second semester of PE. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. So I'd like, it talked about like, yeah, and like nutrition and it talked about like proteins and like vitamins and stuff like that. And talked about like how to exercise, but like, it's not what PE is. So, like, the beginning of senior year, I just, like, handed the counselor, like, these six pages that I'd written. And she was like, yeah, that's P.E. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that's P.E. in paper form? <laughs> it was the physical manifestation of physical education. <laughs> Isn't P.E. just a white line down a blue field? Don't worry, guys. In two minutes, Team Fortress 2 will finish downloading. <laughs> you re-downloading Team Fortress? Yeah. Are you going to play it with me? Yeah. Oh, yeah.